Welcome to Career Tipper Podcast, hosted by Michelle Beatty. The Career Tipper Podcast is a motivational resource that shares career and entrepreneurial tips by industry experts that will help amazing people evolve to their professional best. And now your host, Michelle Beatty. Episode 38 of the Career Tipper Podcast features Rhonda Marshall. As a chemist, educator, and naturalista, Rhonda Marshall brings a truly unique perspective to the beauty industry. She saw a clear consumer need, and she has a personal passion to take better care of her naturally curly hair. Her curls were something she was proud of, and she felt it distinguished her personality. Finally, after transitioning away from chemically processed hair in 2001, Rhonda eventually developed her own hair products incorporating natural ingredients that were especially effective for naturally curly hair textures. With this experience, not only as a chemist, but also as a customer, Rhonda developed what would eventually become Enasi Natural Product Line. One of Rhonda's proudest accomplishments is her brand winning one of the most coveted awards in the beauty industry, Naturally Curly's 2017 Editor's Choice Award for Best Emerging Brand. Rhonda is going to share her journey of expressing her passion for chemistry, education, and all things natural as she continues to develop products for curly girls all over the world. I'm your host, Michelle Beatty, professional development advocate and coach. Rhonda, welcome to the Career Tipper podcast. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. This is going to be a good one. What was your journey to becoming a chemist? Well, the journey, initially, I would like, I always start off with, um, with my high school chemistry teacher, which um, is so important as educators. And of course, um, not only am I a chemist, but I'm also a certified chemistry teacher. So, but back up, back up from there, my chemistry teacher, I went to a school that was um, a predominantly, um, well, we was a minority. It was a predominantly um, white school, Caucasian school. And um, being, being in that environment, there wasn't, many in my class so it was even less diverse so um it was kind of almost as if you were invisible in some classes but this this class in particular um she always made me feel like you know she saw me and the way she did that was that she was seeing <laughs> every time i come into class it was at the time it was very like uh, aggravating but it was one of the most um, it it actually was reassuring. She was singing the Beach Boys song. I don't know if you're familiar with the Beach Boys, but it was Help Me Rhonda. She was singing, Help Me Rhonda, Help, Help Me Rhonda, every time I came into class. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But it just really, uh, it was a, her way of connecting with me. And also she was, she just made chemistry so much fun. She would dress up in these different costumes. She would do all these cool experiments. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that. So that kind of sparked my interest into chemistry. And then um, when I I had an internship when I was in college, when I when I was in college, um, I was able to intern at what what is um, now Unilever, but it was Helene Curtis, and um, I was able to help formulate the first clear stick for a degree and help um, help formulate swab shampoo and conditioners while I was in college. So I would, I would formulate, you know, during the summers and Christmas time. And then I would actually um, 
do actually do organic chemistry when, you know, during the school year. So it just kind of is solidified. It just reinforced like, wow, this is really something that I want to do. I actually can take the knowledge that I've learned and actually apply it to everyday life and something and products that I actually use. So um, that led to there when I graduated from college, I, I you know, was hoping I got an inter I got a um, full time position, which I didn't, which was, you know, I said, well, you know, things happen. And so I was able to, but with all that experience that I had, I was able to actually, um, I became a chromatography chemist at a, a water and waste treatment company. And so basically what that is, a chromatography chemist, is that you test water samples basically for a corporation. So for instance, say McDonald's, you know, you want to make sure, they want to make sure that their water isn't um, contaminated with, you know, microbials or different things of that nature. So you would test it to make sure that everything was in spec and we would have the chemicals to treat it to make sure that the water was safe. So that's what, you know, I did that. So basically a water tester. <laughs> And um, and then after that point, uh, yeah, so basically I would say high school, um, college, working, actually working in a corporation where I actually made products. And then finally, of course, that led me to be a chemist. So uh, so that's kind of the journey to being a chemist. <laughs> Love it. Now, what was the defining moment oh. that you knew that you were going to begin to formulate Inasi Naturals? Okay. Well, the defining moment, as I said, um, was, and I, I to continue on my story, um, when I, I um, graduated college, I, um, my husband and I, we were engaged in college, and so we got married in college. Um, got married once we graduated, of course, um, and that's a whole other story because that that whole story there is just, just simply amazing. We actually interviewed the same day for a job and we both got the job. He's an engineer, I'm a chemist, and we literally our job was right down the street from each other. It was just like so we would carpool <laughs> to, to work. So so that that was yeah, it was a little sweet thing like that. But anyway. Um but yeah, so what really led me to um formulating um coming up with for a Nazi was that I I had we, we got married and so I, I um had my first child and so I was as I was working as a chromatography chemist and I after seeing my precious little baby girl I was like and being on maternity leave I was like you know what I don't wanna I don't wanna go back to doing that I wanna stay at home with her. So so I, I stayed at home with her um and then of course I have four children so children total so you know of course I had one and then I had two and then three and then four <laughs> so um so eventually I when my youngest was school age I well before my youngest was school age I said you know I want to go back to work and so I I wanted to I still I love chemistry I love science but I wanted the flexibility of being able to be there for them and being a teacher seemed like, you know, you get summers off and that was like the logical next step to do. So I actually, um, once I had, once um, I, I went to school, went back to school, get my master's in education so that I'll be able to teach, um, to teach high school, high school chemistry because high school was the way I could actually teach chemistry. So um, in that case, so I, it was exciting, landed my first job at a school district and I was so excited. And the thing was, is that when I um, went there for, it's like, oh, you're hired, great. 
when I went there for the um, new teacher orientation and the new, like new, like actually new people in the district, wasn't just teachers. It was everybody who was hired in the district that year. So they had like a program or whatever. So I'm looking around, looking around. And there's probably like over 300 and some people. It was a lot of people there. And I'm looking around and I'm like, doesn't nobody look like me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one. Like, <laughs> and they're just like, wow, this is interesting. So, um, and so I was like, okay. So I, long story short, that experience that I had was a lot of, I was a, a lot of those students first, first time ever being taught, you know, by a African-American, you know, or, and the first time, especially being taught science, being taught chemistry, you know, by a African-American. So it was very, uh, it was, it was a very trying time for me. I experienced a lot of, I experienced racism. I experienced a lot of things that I, as a new teacher, just, you know, felt like, oh my, this is not, um, like, I, I just felt like this was not the, this, this, my, who I am, my family, everything, it, it wasn't worth it. So I stepped down from that. I made the executive decision to step down from that. Now, granted, it was one of the most trying times in my life. I will say it was one of the, I, I said the lowest points. I had never experienced anything of such of that nature in my life. And I really was just in a, I guess, I guess if, and a lot of people can experience this if, if you lose a job or if you, you know, lose a loved one where, or it just felt like that felt like death, you know, and, and to get out of that slump, you have to, you know, um, people come around and, and, and embrace you and say, you know what, why don't you, you, you got experience as a chemist. You know, I have family, friends like, you know, why don't you um, formulate your own products? Why don't you start your own thing? You know, and I was like, really? I, I, and I was so I'm like, people are out there actually making products and selling it. They were like, yeah, because, you know, as a chemist, we, we had checks and balances. You couldn't just, you had, to, you had a, a notebook and you had to have sign off and it was like a legal document. And you had to make sure your procedures were, I mean, it was like, you know, no holds bar. You really, I had PhD chemists, PhD scientists that, that were training me. So, and, and when, you know, I had like friends telling me, yeah, people out here making products and they making it in their kitchen. And I was like, what? Making it in their kitchen? <laughs> so, uh, you know, and so that was, it was like, yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? And I said, I'm going to start researching because I've been, I had been natural for over a long time, you know, but I was just buying products and I would like make stuff, you know, like kind of shake butter, just little stuff for me and my, my, my daughters. But, um, but I start to research, like, what is it that people are longing for? What ingredients, what are some of the main key things that natural, that curly girls actually desire and really want in products and so I started to research is moisture we want to be able you know that was length retention one you know these different things so I started to research ingredients that led up to, you know that would help to um to make these products be great and so what I did I actually just started you know giving it to family and friends you know I made it in my kitchen yes I did <laughs> I said, hey, everybody else making it in their kitchen. I'm making it in my kitchen. <laughs> but so, yeah, made it in my kitchen. I gave it to different people, and they were like, okay, I need more. Like, okay, so, but, you know, when are you going to have more? <laughs> and so it just kind of, it, it went from there. And then I said, you know what, let me do a test market. Let me see other, let me go to an event. So I went to an event, 
um, Rachel Oy event in Chicago as a natural hair event. I said, let me, I set up a booth and I said, let me see, let me, let me sell it, see if people, we were, we were receptive outside of family and friends, you know, because family and friends can be, oh, you know, <laughs> they be like, yeah, girl, that's good. Give me some more. You know, they don't want to hurt your feelings, but you met somebody who, who don't. <laughs> Who, who don't know you or who, you know, like, look, they'll tell you the nitty gritty. Nah, uh-uh. but it was, it was so successful that I was like, and my husband, like, wait a minute, we need to, you know, we got to establish, we got to get an LLC. We got to get this business wise. We have to, you know, establish you, you know, and get, you know, get the, get the other side behind it. So that's kind of how a Nazi um, came about and just the whole progression of that. So, yeah. Yep. I love it. So that's, I'm so happy you gave us the extended version. So that was nice. That was great. Now through your brand, you encourage women to love the you that you were born to be. So what motivation Mm -hmm. advice do you have for curly ladies that want to rock their natural hair in the workplace, but reluctant for various reasons? Well, definitely, I would say, first of all, it is really, first step is self-acceptance. It's, it's okay, this is my hair, and I'm embracing it. Because no matter where you go or what you do, people can sense your confidence or the lack thereof. And so if you rock your curls and you embrace who you are, first I say self-acceptance is key. That's the first step. Once you have that, it's also important that you have the knowledge, the education, because yeah, we can say, okay, I love my hair, but then it's like, I love my hair, but I'm not going, look, I'm not going out of this house looking any kind of way, you know? So it becomes, and then you have to get the knowledge piece because the knowledge piece will say, you know, this will work for me. This product does not. So it is a trial and error. And it's also just knowledge and learning about your hair and what it likes and what it does not like. You know, once you have that, then, like I say, the confidence is, is, is rock your curls. And actually, that's one of our products' name is rock your curls. Because, you know, when you look at our jar, you know, some days you may have not a good hair day. But you know what? You look at that jar and say, I'm going to rock my curls. So the thing, those are three major things. I would say self-acceptance. I would say knowledge and confidence. So key. So mm-hmm. <laughs> now... Congratulations, yes. because you recently um, released your first ebook, which is fantastic. So please share a glimpse of the tips and, that you share that helps fellow naturalistas like yourself, and I should say myself too, be more confident <laughs> during their multiple transformation stages of going natural. Yes. So the book is basically, it's, it's, it's telling you to embrace when you first go natural, now what? You know, I'm natural, so now what? And six transformation that ha- transformations that happen when you go natural, and it tells you how to navigate through it. Because oftentimes, you know, when we embrace our curls, we are initially, there's the other side to it. Everybody is always empowerment and, ooh, you know, you walk in your curls and, you know, it's just this, you know, motivation type thing and that you're always, you know, uh, on top of the world with it, but this book actually says that you know what you go through. There's some transformation changes that you go go through when you when you go natural initially. You know your hair. There's a physical change. Yes, your hair goes from you know from straight to curly. And a lot of times we some of us have never seen our curl pattern. Like you know I've had people tell me you know I've 
I've never, I don't even know what my hair looks like curly. Like I, from as, as far as I can remember, my mom was relaxing my hair. So that is a physical, that transformed within itself just to see the curl, you know, and just to be like, wow, you know, um, and you go through an intellectual type thing where it's like, okay, now you hear 4C, 4A, all of these terminologies, you know, you're figuring out what is, what does that mean? You know, so the book kind of, it goes through, you know, the things that you go, the transformations that you go to, go through physical, emotional, mental changes, uh, even a spiritual transformation where you start to really like, wow, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, you know, and the book tells you not only um, how that it tells you, gives you tips and different resources that you can have to help you, you know, while you're transitioning, while you're going through this change. But it also gives you a sense of empowerment and it gives you a practical sense and it gives you a sense to let you know, you know what, you're not alone. You, you're not weird because you, you haven't embraced your hair and that you don't, and that you feel like, well, oh, what did I do? You know, it, it just gives you a practical understanding of, of what it means to first go into this natural hair journey and, and to give you some tips on how to navigate through it. So that's basically what the book is about. It is a journey. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is yes. a journey. Oh, mm-hmm. It's a good journey. It's a good journey. Now I think yes. it's amazing that Inasai Naturals has been used on various television sets and can be purchased in multiple countries around the world. So what brand building efforts do you perceive helped you the most to experience such success? Um, one thing that I would say is that you have to, you have to ask, you know, if they say closed mouths don't get fed, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to basically, you know, put yourself out there when, um, we, we are in a set, um, of, we've been on Blackish for ABC Blackish for, for two seasons. We were on there for two seasons and the upcoming season we will be. But basically, you know, I, I just, I reached out to, you know, to the stylist and was like, you know, I would love to, I would love to, um, have you guys try out the product, love to see the product to try. And they, I sent it and, you know, they loved it. And so they just keep asking for more and, you know, and so, you know, it's just, and, and being on various sets and, and movies and stuff, it's just, once you, once you get in there, of course, your product has to perform. Like, you know, it's like, you think, oh, I could just, you know, he gives any kind of whatever product, you know, and, and then they're gonna, it's going to be received. The, the ask is the first step, but then you have to perform. And that's with anything, even when you're on a job or anything, promotion, wherever you are professionally, you know, it's the ask. But after the ask, you have to perform and show, you know what? Yeah, I, I can do this job. You know, it's just give me the opportunity and I'm going to make it happen. You have to be prepared. You know, it's like you have to be prepared for for the open door. You know, it's like, oh, we pray. Oh, you know, oh, I want the opportunity. I want the opportunity. But when the opportunity presents itself, are we ready? And so that's the key is like be it, the, the open door, even if it doesn't open, you still should be prepared because when you ask, they may say, come on, I need it. And if you're not prepared or ready, then that's a missed opportunity. So it's being prepared, it's, it's doing, it's, it's the ask, but it's also being prepared for the ask. That makes I, sense. It <laughs> does make sense. So please share the mm-hmm. listeners, a listing 
it can be a short listing, whatever your preference is, but share, share with the listeners what shows use your products, what countries your products are retailed in, because you've made some great, amazing strides in a very short period of time. Yeah, um, our products, um, like I said, ABC's um, Blackish, we've been on there, um, Black Lightning, um, we've been on uh, Riverdale, um, I'm drawing a blank, um, Kings of Comedy, Get Down, that was a, a show that was on, um, Bright, Will Smith, um, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank, it's a lot more. Countries. Um, we're in the UK. We're in um, Dominican Republic. We're we 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 shipped we shipped up all over the world, even Australia, Japan. We just um, landed in Switzerland, so which is pretty cool. Like oh, Switzerland. A lot of these places I, I I haven't been personally, but I'm like wow, the product has been <laughs> been places that I have not. You know, <laughs> I'm like I have to I have to I have to meet the product where where it's been. But yes, so those are some of the places that. Yes, a week that we're in. And actually, New Balance. New Balance. And New Balance commercial um, with um, Asha. Um, Asha, I'm sorry. Asha, um, Asha she's um, one of the pussycats from Riverdale. She, if you see, see the, um, it's um, the gray, it's um, for their shoes, their gray gym shoes. She has an afro and she used our products in that, in that commercial. So it's for New Balance. New Balance Canada. That's fantastic. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why is it important for more professionals like yourself that has the knowledge, mm-hmm. the skills, and the ability to demonstrate courage to be innovative through product creation? You know what? It is very, I, I, it is so, so important. <laughs> and I think it goes back to, um, it goes back to what I was saying about, um, the act and being prepared, um, having, having the knowledge is, is, is key. Um, it's, it's just, it makes things more from the perspective of it makes, it makes, it makes it more valid. Like it's, it's more rich. It makes the product rich. It makes you rich. It makes the customer rich because if you have the knowledge and the skill, um, then, then it, it actually, elevates it elevates the product it elevates you and who's ever using the product it actually helps them to be elevated because it, it's a package deal you know um when you are um innovation is so key it's so key because my thing is you always have to your customer is 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 the is is that that your customer is is your whole is the premise of any product creation. So you have to be able to move with the tide. Okay, so whatever they are asking for, you have to be willing and have the knowledge and have the skills to be able to um, to pivot. You know, and to shift. Uh, I see companies. You know, just look at look at now. How remember how. Um, everything was so like petroleum based and you know remember our parent they used different um greases and all of those things back in the day and now you see some of those same companies are now starting to use you know more natural ingredients they're they're listening to the audience and we're demanding you know 
that the customer is demanding, look, I need, this is what I want. I want products that don't have parabens. I want products that, you know, that's not going to clog my pores. I want products that are, that actually is going to perform. I want ingredients that are um, good for me, good for my hair. And so when you're listening to your base, when you listen to the customer innovation, and it's just, it's, it's a natural progression. If you want to succeed and get ahead, if you want to be the best and offer your customer the best, you have to shift. You have to, um, you know, you have to get knowledge. You have to get skills. You got to do all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So please tell us more mm -hmm. about the products. What, what makes Enosai Naturals products different from the other brands out there? You know what? What really makes our products stand out, and, and I, you know, I just ask the question, like, why do you keep coming back to our products? And they, and they say, your products do what they say. They, it's almost as if our mission and our, our message is we bring clarity to confused curls. Because a lot of times when people come to, you know, come, come to us, come to our page, they're like, I don't know what to do with my hair. I've tried every product in the book, and I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. And I said, you know what? Here's, here's, some, here's our product. They buy it. It was like, I'm going to try it. And they, I get so many messages. And they're like, okay, I'm trying your product and I'm going to see. And I get messages back. Oh my goodness. Your products are like a, a transformation. Like this one lady, she was like, oh my goodness. I had actually saw her at an event and I was, um, it was a networking event. And I had some products that I was sharing. You know, I had to speak. And so I said, here, just take these products. And she took them on her daughter's hair because she was just saying, my daughter never, never wears her hair down. She always wears it in a ponytail. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what products, you know. And so I said, you know, try this. I said, use this, 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 and, you know, in this order. And she did it. And she messaged me back. And she sent pictures. And she was so excited. She said, I am buying a full size tonight. I am. She was like, my daughter, she said she wants to wear her hair down on the first day of school. And she just loves her hair. And don't, hearing stories like that, it just melts your heart because it's like, you know, just to see somebody, they're able to embrace who they are and, and their hair and they're not ashamed of it and that we help to inspire that, that is, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's wonderful and I love it. And that's what really, that's one of the motivating factors is to see people, you know, embrace their curls, kinks, curls, and coils, no matter what, this is who I am, and I'm loving it, and we want to help you to celebrate that. Fantastic. Now, what is the product yeah. development cycle for your products? I know, like, earlier you were saying that you were so surprised that people were making their products in their kitchen, so. Kitchen, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? That's not what I yeah. So, right. what is the product development cycle for your products? Okay, so basically what we do, and like I kind of mentioned it um, before, is that we work backwards. So we say, okay, what is what does the consumer want? What is like what is their what are they asking for? So we'll do a survey, you know, of our customers, or just do, you know, we'll just kind of we'll scope the market and see what what is everybody talking about? What is what is it like? Man, I wish that company would make this, or man, you know, so I wish this, and so. We, we, that's where it starts. So then we work backwards and say, okay, so for example, say you, um, we're looking for a, a moisturizing, um, looking for a moisturizing shampoo, which we have, you know, something that doesn't strip your hair. So 
you know, you look at ingredients. So you're looking at, first of all, you want to make sure that the ingredients are, you know, are, are there, there, the shampoo, is it going to, you know, make sure that it's, it's moisturizing. So you want to find ingredients that help to make it moisturize. You're going to make sure that, um, of course, you're not using any, um, any preservatives. So you're going to make sure your preservatives are, it doesn't have any formaldehyde producing agents or anything that's going to cause, um, any parabens or anything of that nature. So you're so basically you're taking you're taking what the customer wants and you're actually researching ingredients because there's there's tons of even you know even quote unquote natural ingredients where you're talking about like shea butter or you know talking about um, different essential oils. There are different exotic oils. There's so many um, so many uh, exotic so many oils and so many various things that are that are out now that are really become like the buzz you know, the buzzwords and people say, oh, I've, I've went to the jungles and wherever and got these different oils or whatever. So um, you want to make sure that you work backwards. You want to find out what the customer wants. Then you find the ingredients that meet those needs. And then you want to make sure that you, then you actually, you're going to mix it up, you know, according to your, to, to your recipe, how to make it, you know, make the, the standard shampoo. And then you're going to test it. You test it out on, you know, you have testers. I, of course, my testers here. I have girls with really thick, curly hair. Tested out on, you know, just kind of that whole process of what I told you about initially. When you you're testing it out with people close by, then you'll have, you know, a group testers where you know you have, and they'll test and they'll let you know. Um, consumer testing where they let you know, okay, uh, I didn't like this or I like that, and then you go back to the board and say, okay, well, they, this this is we're getting a lot of maybe. They felt, you know, a certain way. It wasn't moisturizing enough. So, okay, maybe we need to add this or maybe we need to take this out. And so you're always kind of testing, um, you know, testing the market and seeing exactly what it is that um, to make it the best product that it can be, you know. And so that's kind of the process to well, create to product creation. Thank you. Yeah. For <laughs> Now, Rhonda, what's your rule of thumb to ensure you take time to enjoy the inspiring life that you've created for yourself and your family? The rule of thumb is, is make sure that you take time out for yourself and make sure you take time out for your family. So whatever that may be, sometimes, you know, for yourself, it may be spy, it may be, you know, listening to a great podcast like Career Tipper. <laughs> But or you know just anything that that relaxes you or helps you to unwind you know so that is that is a rule of thumb is taking time off yourself and then for your family you know uh, we have like we Fridays typically we have you know a family night so we'll have takeout we'll talk we'll watch movies we'll whatever we we that's our time and of course you know we'll have. Other times too, but always setting setting a time out for yourself. Even if you're married for your spouse, you know, doing date night that's key. So just making sure that you take time out away from from all of the other stuff and focus on what's really important. You know, your family and your, your loved ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, are there any professional development resources that you suggest the listeners check out? Um, there's one book that I am reading, um, and I'm really like engrossed in it. It's, um, Blue Ocean Strategy. Um, and it's, 
it's blue ocean strategy and basically it talks about in, in a nutshell and i'm i'm reading it now but i'm i'm just so engrossed in it but it basically says that look for markets that basically have have been that haven't it hasn't been um tapped into and that's where so in a market where you know especially in a natural hair in the hair industry everybody is it, it can be so clamorous it can be loud with you know so so much um so many people in the space where you can get kind of lost in it but the key is to find that blue ocean where you know it hasn't been tapped into it, and that's where your your success is and that's where your bliss is and you know and even if you not only business wise but you can even take that into life you know a lot of times we clamor you know it's a lot of noise going on and something and 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 our peace is found in the road less traveled you know because we everybody you know it's like wide is the road you know everybody's on that wide road but the road less traveled or the blue ocean is where your happiness where your bliss is and where you'll find the most success I agree. Now, Rhonda, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you being a guest on the Career Tipper podcast. Thank you for sharing your time and your information. And we just end every episode. It's just our signature ending. We end every episode with you sharing your favorite quote or affirmation that keeps you creating career tipping moments. So what is that for you? The thing that comes to mind, the quote is, and it's so true, is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So that is my ultimate thing that I really keep in mind is no matter how much knowledge I have, how much information that I can give, uh, and especially as a teacher, I really understand this, and, and as a chemist, is that People, yeah, that's nice that you know all that, but they want to know that you care about them. It was just the point that I mentioned with the with my high school chemistry teacher. You know, she showed that she that she took interest in me, that she cared. That was ultimately what really drew me to chemistry is that she really had a genuine interest in me and who I was. And so that's my, I always keep that in mind, you know, is that people want to know how much you care, you know. And then they, if they know how much you care, then they'll want to know. Um, what they'll, they'll want to know what you know. So that's fine. Yep. <laughs> and how can the listeners get in touch with you? Um, you can get in touch with me. Um, you can go to our, our website, um, www.inahsi.com. Um, you can go on there. We also, if you want to uh, email um, info at anasi.com, um, that's info at inah si.com and we're on all social platforms um, um facebook instagram twitter pinterest um it's at anasi Naturals. so that's our um that's our handle for social fabulous and you can find me michelle Beatty, at careertipper.com and on instagram and Facebook at Career Tipper, on Twitter at Career Tipper One. Listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode or any other episode of the Career Tipper podcast, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio and Spotify. Thanks so much and wishing you a great day. And remember to be confidently you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Career Tipper Podcast. We're grateful for our listeners and guests. 
For more resources about how to evolve to your professional best, share your comments and feedback about this episode and your suggestions for future guests, visit careertipper.com. Until next time, be confidently you.